Preparation for the Feast of Pentecost Season of Resurrection, 35th day May 16th, 2020 Today, I will be doing the prayers along with my daughter. Salvinic Self-Giving of God and the Holy Spirit Today, let us reflect upon the salvation history. When we read the first chapter of Genesis, we can see the Holy Trinity in the creation. Later, by his passion and death, Jesus made us worthy to receive the third person in the Holy Trinity. Now every day when we receive Holy Kurbana, the wine and the bread become the Holy Blood and Body of Christ through the prayer to the Holy Spirit. The eclipses, in which by means of particular invocations, the, prayer impl- the Church implores the power of the Holy Spirit, that, gi- that the gifts offered by human hands to be consecrated, that is, become Christ's body and blood, and that the unblemished sacrificial victim to be consumed in the communion may be for the salvation of those who will partake of it. Taken from the USCCB. In the Cyril Malabar Church during eclipses, the celebrant holds his hands over the sacred mysteries in the sign of the cross, all bow in reverence. The celebrant says, Lord our God, may your Holy Spirit descend on this Gurbana. May he dwell on this Gurbana of your servants and bless and sanctify it. May this Gurbana grant us remission of our debts, forgiveness of our sins, great hope in the resurrection of the dead, and new life in your heavenly kingdom with all those who have found favor in your presence. Karmigan Kartave, Ninda Parishutat Mava, Ernoli Varete, Ninda Dasarude e Kurbanail, Avadanava Sitcher, Idene Ashir Vadikim, Pavitri Gerikim Chete, Iden Yangalka, Kadangal de Porodikim, Pavangal de Mojanathinem, Marisheverde Uyarpinimula, Valia Pratiashekim, Nine Predi Pedatia, Elavroda Monicha, Sorgarajitil, Navamai Jivitanem Karana Magate, E. Sameta. Let us understand the Holy Kirbana deeper and participate with heart and love. New Testament reading. Today we will read about St. Stephen's martyrdom. The book of Acts chapter 7, 54 through 60. When they heard this, They were infuriated, and they ground their teeth at him. But he, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked up intently to heaven, and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened, and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out in a loud voice, covered their ears, and rushed upon him together. They threw him out of the city and began to stone him. The witnesses laid down their cloaks at the feet of a young man named Saul. As they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord, Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell to his knees and he cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he said this, he fell asleep. Now let us read the encyclical of St. John Paul II on the Holy Spirit in the life of the church and the world. 
the salvific self-giving of God in the Holy Spirit. Christ's farewell discourse at the Last Supper stands in particular reference to this giving and self-giving of the Holy Spirit. In John's Gospel, we have, as it were, the revelation of the most profound logic of the saving mystery contained in God's eternal plan as an extension of the ineffable communion of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is the divine logic which from the mystery of the Trinity leads to the mystery of the redemption of the world in Jesus Christ. The redemption accomplished by the Son in the dimensions of the earthly history of humanity accomplished in his departure through the cross and resurrection is at the time in its entire salvific power transmitted to the holy spirit the one who will take what is mine the words of the text of john indicate that according to the divine plan christ's departure is an indispensable condition for the sending and the coming of the holy spirit but these words also say that what begins now is the new salvific self-giving of God in the Holy Spirit. It is a new beginning in relation to the first original beginning of God's salvific self-giving, which is identified with the mystery of creation itself. Here is what we read in the very first words of the book of Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the Spirit of God, Ruha Elohim, was moving over the face of the waters. This biblical concept of creation includes not only the call to existence of the very being of the cosmos, that is to say, the giving of existence, but also the presence of the Spirit of God in creation, that is to say, the beginning of God's salvific self-communication to the things he creates. This is true, first of all, concerning man, who has been created in the image and likeness of God. Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. Let us make, can one hold that? The plural which the Creator uses here in speaking of himself, already in some ways suggests the Trinitarian mystery, the presence of the Trinity in the work of the creation of man. The Christian reader who already knows the revelation of this mystery can discern a reflection of it also in these words. At any rate, the context of the book of Genesis enables us to see in the creation of man the first beginning of God's salvific, self-giving, commensurate with the image and likeness of himself which he has granted to man. It seems then that even the words spoken by Jesus in the farewell discourse should be read again in the light of that beginning. So long ago, yet fundamental, which we know from Genesis. If I do not go away, the counselor will not come to you, but if I go, I will send him to you. Describing his departure as a condition for the coming of the counselor, 
Christ links the new, this new beginning of God's salvific self-communication in the Holy Spirit with the mystery of the redemption. It is a new beginning, first of all, because between the first beginning and the whole of human history, from the original fall onwards, sin has intervened. Sin, which is in contradiction to the presence of the Spirit of God in creation, and which is above all in contradiction to God's salvific self-communication to man. St. Paul writes that, precisely because of sin, Creation was subjected to futility, has been groaning in travail together until now, and waits with eager longing for the re revealing of the sons of God. Therefore, Jesus Christ says in the upper room, It is to your advantage I go away. If I go, I will send him to you. The departure of Christ through the cross has the power of the redemption, and this also means a new presence of the Holy Spirit in the creation. The new beginning of God's self-communication to man in the Holy Spirit. And that you are children in, is proven by the fact that God has sent into our hearts the Spirit of His Son who cries, Abba, Father. As Apostle Paul writes in the letter to Galatians, The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of the Father, as the words of the farewell discourse in the upper room bear witness. At the same time, He is the Spirit of the Son. He is the Spirit of Jesus Christ, as the Apostles and particularly Paul of Tarsus will testify. With the sending of His Spirit into our hearts, there begins the fulfillment that of, of that for which creation waits with eager longing, as we read in the letter to the Romans. The Holy Spirit comes at the price of Christ's departure. While this departure caused the apostles to be sorrowful, and this sorrow was to teach its culmination, reach its culmination in the passion and death on Good Friday. This sorrow will turn into joy. For Christ will add to this redemptive departure the glory of his resurrection and ascension to the Father. Thus the sorrow with, it, with its underlying joy is for the apostles in the context of their master's departure, an advantageous departure. For thanks to, thanks to it, another counselor will come. At the price of the cross, which brings about the redemption, in the power of the whole paschal mystery of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit comes in order to remain from the day of Pentecost onwards with the apostles, to remain with the church and in the church and through her in the world. In this way, there is definitely brought about that new beginning of, self, of the self-communication of the Trinian God in the Holy Spirit through the work of Jesus Christ, the Redeemer of man and of the world. The Saint's Corner Saint Stephen Saint Stephen was the first martyr of the church, and his feast day is being celebrated on the 26th of December. Stephen was one of the first seven deacons in the church. When the twelve apostles decided to choose deacons to serve from the table, they said to the community, 
Brothers, select from among you seven reputable men, filled with the Spirit and wisdom, whom we shall appoint to this task, whereas we shall devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the Word. Now Stephen, filled with grace and power, was working great wonders and signs among the people. Stephen's name was described in the fifth chapter of the book of Acts as Stephen, a man filled with faith and the Holy Spirit. When we continue to read, we can see that now Stephen, filled with grace and power, was working great wonders and signs among the people. Certain members tried to debate with Stephen, and they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he spoke. Later, as we read in the New Testament reading above, Stephen did a long speech going through the salvation history from Genesis. He consulted a speech by com commenting upon how the people opposed the Holy Spirit and per persecuted prophets. This verse is strong as a sword to pierce our hearts. You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always oppose the Holy Spirit. You are just like your ancestors. Pope Benedict's words on St. Stephen reminds us to follow the charity and faith of St. Stephen and the love of cross. Pope Benedict also repeats the words of Tertullian. It is persecution itself which according to Tertullian's famous words, becomes the seed of Christians. The source of mission for Christians to come, taken from the Vatican website. St. Stephen follows our Christ until the last moment of his life in this earth. He could see the heaven at the last hour of his death. Let us also intercede through St. Stephen to see heaven every, in every suffering and even during this COVID-19 pandemic. Let us pray to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to pray for those who persecute us in the name of Jesus and to let us be ready to pray, Lord, do not hold the sin against them. Let us prepare our souls to pray, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit at the last hour of our death by seeing heaven. Let us also intercede St. Stephen to have more divine calls in our parish, our church, and our country. Now let us pray the Holy Spirit Chaplet. This prayer to the Holy Spirit originated with Pope Leo XIII. In 1895, he exhorted all Catholics to devotedly, devotedly make this, this Holy Spirit novena, suggesting a special formula of prayer. Send forth your spirit and renew the world. With this in mind, 1896, Blessed Elena Guerra, the Holy Spirit Apostle of modern times, composed these invocations to ask the Holy Spirit for the grace of a New Pentecost, which renews the face of the earth. O God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Come, O Spirit of wisdom, detach us from earthly things, 
and infuse in us a love and taste of heavenly things. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the spirit of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the spirit of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the spirit of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the spirit of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the spirit of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. O Mary, who by the work of the Holy Spirit conceived the Savior, pray for us. Come, O Spirit of understanding, enlighten our minds with the light of your eternal truth and the riches of holy thoughts. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth the Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. O Mary, who by the work of the Holy Spirit conceived the Savior, pray for us. Come, O Spirit of counsel, make us docile to your inspirations and guide us in the way of salvation. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. O Mary, who by the work of the Holy Spirit conceived the Savior, pray for us. Come, O Spirit of Fortitude, and give us strength, constancy, and victory in the battle against our spiritual enemies. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. O Mary, 
who by the work of the Holy Spirit conceived the Savior, pray for us. Come, O Spirit of knowledge, be the master of our souls and help us to put into practice your teachings. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. O Mary, who by the work of the Holy Spirit conceived the Savior, pray for us. Come, O Spirit of piety, come to live in our heart, to possess and sanctify all of our affections. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Conclude. O Mary, O by the work of the Holy Spirit, conceive the Savior. Pray for us. Come, O Spirit of the fear of the Lord, reign over our will and make us always disposed to suffer every evil rather than to sin. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. O Mary, who by the work of the Holy Spirit conceived the Savior, pray for us. O most pure Virgin Mary, by your immaculate conception, you are made a chosen tabernacle of divinity by the Holy Spirit. Pray for us. May the divine paraclete come soon to renew the face of the earth. Hail Mary, full of grace. Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst the women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. O most pure Virgin Mary, by the mystery of the Incarnation, you became true Mother of God by the Holy Spirit. Pray for us. May the divine paraclete come soon to renew the face of the earth. Hail Mary, full of grace, Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst the women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. O most pure Virgin Mary, preserving in prayer with the apostles in the upper room, you were abundantly inflamed by the Holy Spirit. Pray for us. May the divine paraclete come soon to renew the face of the earth. Hail Mary, full of grace. Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst the women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Thank you.